Welcome to the Orange County Criminal Attorney Podcast. This episode is designed to help those who have been charged with a drug crime, whether minor or severe, get the representation they need. Over the past several decades, drug crimes have been high on the list of priorities for law enforcement, prosecutors, and others in the criminal justice system. Law enforcement agencies, on both a local and federal level, constantly deal with arresting and prosecuting drug offenders. As such, they have become good at what they do. At the law offices of Virginia L. Landry, our criminal defense attorneys have represented many clients charged with drug crimes. From minor offenses like simple possession to serious felony and federal crimes like sales or transportation, we work aggressively to secure the best possible results for those we represent. We want to put your mind at ease and let you know that good representation, representation that helps you navigate our complex legal system, is not only necessary, but possible. Our attorneys have decades of combined experience representing clients charged with crimes in Orange County and surrounding Southern California communities. Their goal is to help you get on with your life. We have the experience and skill to handle all types of drug cases, including possession, sales, transportation, distributing, and manufacturing. Of course, all cases are unique, and it is important to understand that the type of substance involved, the specific offense, your criminal history, and other unique factors will influence the charges and penalties you face. Our attorneys offer personalized consultations to help you understand exactly what you're up against and what we can do to help. One of the things we can help you do is pursue alternative sentencing. Years after America's ill-fated war on drugs was first declared, jails and prisons across the country became incredibly overburdened with nonviolent, low-level drug offenders. For many jurisdictions and states, the war on drugs failed to provide any meaningful benefits and only served to overburden our criminal justice system, unfairly targeting certain groups of people and harshly punishing those who needed help most. Today, local courts in Orange County are more willing to work with drug crime defendants and attorneys to secure alternative sentencing options, including options like drug diversion or Proposition 36. These alternative sentencing options can allow certain individuals accused of nonviolent drug crimes to attend counseling or education programs instead of going to jail. Once completed, accused individuals can have their records wiped clean. Our team consistently evaluates all drug crime cases to determine whether we can have drug charges dropped or dismissed. In some situations, pursuing alternative sentencing options may be the best approach. We work with our clients to provide our experienced counsel and opinions and to steer them in a direction that will best protect their rights, interests, and futures. So let's dig into the particulars of a few specific drug crimes to give you a sense of the kinds of penalties you may be facing and how we can help. Today we'll talk about intent to sell, prescription drug offenses, and being under the influence. There are many more categories of drug crimes which we will explore in future podcasts, but at any time you can learn more by going to our website, which breaks down drug crimes into different types. So let's start with intent to sell. 
If you have been charged with the serious drug offense of possession with the intent to sell, you will need to listen closely to the following directions. First and foremost, it is vitally important that you exercise your Fifth Amendment rights, the right to remain silent, and the right to an attorney. And this is also good advice if you have been accused of any kind of crime, actually. Keeping quiet before your attorney has arrived is important in cases such as this. You may be innocent, but a seemingly harmless remark can lead to evidence against your case. For example, an individual who happened to stumble across a large amount of marijuana or has come home to find another person using their basement to cultivate this illegal narcotic could face charges of possession with intent to sell. It may look bad, and you may have just been in the wrong place at the wrong time, but you need to remain quiet. It's human nature to try to explain these things away, especially if you know that you're innocent. But telling the investigators that you had no involvement in this act may lead them to believe that you are lying or covering up information. It will then be up to your Orange County criminal defense lawyer to investigate the claim and find evidence in your favor. At the law offices of Virginia L. Landry, our team will work tirelessly to ensure that no stone is left unturned in our investigation of your case. We will work with you to ensure that your best interests are sought during this most difficult time. Now, during the original investigation, we will try to find information to prove that you were not involved in the illegal activity, if applicable. Then next, we will use this information to build an aggressive defense. For instance, prescription medications are only legal in the quantities and doses specified in a valid prescription and only for the person the prescription was written for. This means that a person found in possession of prescription medication without a valid prescription can be charged with a crime. Drug crimes carry serious penalties, so if you are facing charges in Orange County, you should retain an experienced attorney as soon as possible to defend you. So let's talk a little bit more about prescription drug offenses. California Health and Safety Code Section 11350 prohibits the possession of any usable amount of a controlled substance, including prescription drugs. Because prescription drug overdose is the leading cause of accidental death in the country, law enforcement vigorously prosecutes drug offenses. An individual may be criminally charged for the following offenses related to prescription drugs. Possessing prescription drugs without a valid prescription. Forging a prescription. Obtaining drugs by fraud. Selling prescription drugs. Doctor shopping, which means going to multiple doctors to obtain multiple prescriptions. Or driving under the influence of prescription drugs, some of which certainly can alter your perceptions of reality. So next I want to talk about the Controlled Substances Act. The federal government classifies all drugs by a schedule according to their dangerousness and potential for abuse. Schedule 1 drugs are considered highly addictive substances with no medical use. Now prescription drugs do not fall into this category, while Schedule 5 drugs are considered to have the lowest risk of abuse. The exact charge and penalties an individual may face depends on the type of drug and the quantity involved. Some of the prescription drugs included in the Controlled Substances Act are for Schedule II, for instance, 
hydromorphone, which is otherwise known as Dilaudid, methadone, meperidine, which is also called Demerol, fentanyl, oxycodone, which can be called either oxycontin or Percocet. In Schedule 3, you have hydrocodone, which is also known as Vicodin, codeine, ketamine, anabolic steroids, buprenorphine, sometimes called Suboxone. In Schedule 4, you have things like sleep aids, Royphenol, commonly called Rufies, Lorazepam, otherwise known as Ativan, Diazepam, sometimes called Valium, Clorazepate, which is also known as Tanxine, Clonazepam, also called Clonopin, Carisperdol, otherwise known as Soma, and Alprazolam, commonly known as Xanax. Schedule 5 contains things like cough medicines containing codeine. So you can see the lessening degree of danger and addictiveness as we move through these schedules. After the passage of Proposition 47 in California, certain drug crimes have been downgraded to misdemeanors and are punishable by up to one year in county jail. However, drug offenders may be able to avoid jail altogether if they qualify for a drug diversion program which includes counseling and drug education. Those who have been convicted of a violent crime or who are registered sex offenders will not be eligible for this option and will face increased penalties. Other collateral consequences of a drug conviction include expensive fines, a permanent criminal record, and difficulty obtaining housing, loans, or professional licenses and certifications. With so much at stake, you need to take immediate action to protect yourself and your future. If you have been arrested for possession of a controlled substance, possession with intent to sell, or another crime related to the unlawful use of prescription drugs, please contact an Orange County criminal defense lawyer at the law offices of Virginia L. Landry. Our firm has been vigorously defending individuals accused of drug crimes since 1989. Backed by a history of success and an unwavering commitment to our clients, our firm is one of the most respected criminal defense firms in Orange County. We encourage you to contact us to schedule a free and confidential evaluation of your case. There is so much more about these topics you can learn by visiting our website, orangecountycriminallaw.com, or by scheduling a consultation with our team. So let's talk about one more category of drug crimes before we wrap up this episode, and that is being under the influence of a controlled substance. Pursuant to California Health and Safety Code 11550, it is illegal for a person to be under the influence of a controlled substance. In order for a person to be convicted of this crime, they must have, one, willfully used a narcotic drug, and two, were under its influence. A person may also be convicted of this crime for being under the influence of prescription drugs if they were illegally obtained or if the person was driving while intoxicated. So what is a controlled substance? What do we mean by that? California Health and Safety Code sections 11054 to 11058 list specific drugs whose use can get a person convicted of a crime. Some of the most commonly abused substances are heroin, methamphetamine, cocaine, and PCP. Marijuana, while still federally classified as a Schedule I drug, is excluded from this law and is regulated separately under California's marijuana laws. As mentioned before, use of and intoxication by prescription drugs can also result in prosecution. In order for prosecutors to convict a person of using a drug, they must be able to prove that the use was current 
that is, immediately prior to arrest. Now, current use means that the person has not yet entered into symptoms of withdrawal, which indicates past use. Past use entitles the defendant to an acquittal of his or her charges for this offense, although separate drug charges may still apply. So what are the penalties for being under the influence? A violation of HS 11550 is a misdemeanor crime, with penalties which can include up to one year in county jail, up to five years of summary or informal probation, drug counseling, and community service. A second conviction is similarly punished, but a third offense within seven years, together with a refusal to attend or comply with drug treatment, will result in a mandatory minimum sentence of 180 days in jail. So we have some potential defenses for this, and those potential defenses may include something called a lack of proof. So in order to be convicted, you will likely have to be tested by a urine or blood test. Without such a test, many of the symptoms of fatigue, dehydration, or other medical conditions can appear to mimic those of drug use. Another potential defense could be valid possession and use of a prescription drug. If you have a valid prescription in your name and you did not take a dose exceeding the prescription, this may be a legitimate defense. There's also involuntary toxication. You cannot be guilty of this offense if you were drugged by another person and did not voluntarily ingest a controlled substance or narcotic drug. So that's a lot to absorb, and we will be getting to more drug crime topics in future episodes. But before we wrap up this episode of the Orange County Criminal Attorney Podcast, I'd like to play a few words from our founder, Virginia Landry herself. This is the audio from a short video on our website, which, again, I highly recommend you visit if you or a loved one have been involved in any type of drug crime. And now, Attorney Virginia Landry. I love the opportunity to help someone who realized, oh, maybe I made a bad call, but I'm here to help you get through that. So our goal is to help a client, whether it is a low-level crime or a significant crime. We have worked in our office on everything from traffic tickets to murder cases. And we're here to help any client that's accused of doing something wrong. Basically, when somebody gets arrested or they think they're getting arrested, we have to, first of all, make them feel better. And uh, it's a scary process. You know, when you think you're, or when you've been in jail or you think you're going to jail. So we discuss their options depending on the kind of crime that's been committed or that is allegedly committed. We find that many clients, this is their first and hopefully for them their only exposure into the criminal justice system. And we can help that client to navigate what's going on in court. We are committed to their success. Why would I describe myself as being a very fierce advocate for my clients' rights? It's because if they don't have me, who else is going to do that for them? Thanks for listening to the Orange County Criminal Attorney Podcast. If you or someone you know stands accused of a drug crime, do not hesitate to call the law offices of Virginia L. Landry for a free case evaluation. You can arrange a consultation through our website, orangecountycriminallaw.com, 